It can be hard to love yourself in a world that's telling you not to. Magazine covers say, look a decade younger, lose the five, fix the flab. This is what our average magazine stand looks like. And it's working. We spend more on beauty than on education. But we are here to say, screw that. You are perfect and it's not up for negotiation. We're Lauren McCauley and Jenna Free, intuitive eating counselors and body love coaches from thebodylovesociety.com. This is how to love your body. On this podcast, you will hear about ditching the diet, loving your body, finding your happy, and living a life of freedom. Hello and welcome to How to Love Your Body. Today we're going to be breaking down what this work is, why it will help, and what you can expect. So intuitive eating, undieting, and health at every size are concepts and ways of living that go against diet culture. And diet culture is the world that we live in that's obsessed with weight loss, thinness, and so-called health. So it can be misunderstood and seen as extreme because it does go against a lot of what we're used to. Like, what do you mean don't diet? Eat what I want? Don't restrict? Accept my body? Stop pursuing weight loss? Those things seem so extreme for someone coming from a world where they've always been taught the right thing is to always be trying to lose weight. The right thing is to be on a diet. You got to try to be really healthy and make your body smaller. So to come to a way of thinking that's totally opposite can feel extreme. So these are the things that our society values and they value them in a profoundly dysfunctional way. But when we're in it, when we're in diet culture, just living that, we don't see it that way. It's just normal. We see willpower and discipline and health and being good. It seems so positive until you start to see the darker side of what is pursuing this weight loss cause us to do. How does this affect us mentally and physically? Why are we so obsessed with thinness um, and and why uh, is this taking over our lives? Because that's what so many people experience is, okay, yeah, sure, you can go to the gym now and then and eat some vegetables and that's fine. But generally when people are pursuing weight loss, trying to lose weight, it becomes obsessive and painful both mentally and physically. So this is why uh, shifting out of diet culture is so valuable. This is why we're so passionate about, passionate about intuitive eating and dieting and health at every size. So we're going to dive into why this is so dysfunctional to be in diet culture and thinking the way that we've thought in the past. Yes. Okay. So one of the reasons this is so dysfunctional is we are told that weight equals health. But when you look at the research, this is not true. But then why does my doctor always tell me to lose weight? That may be a question that you are asking right now. So we live in a culture um, with false beliefs about weight, and these are held on in medical school and then passed down from one generation to the next. So we did an interview with a medical student and she said there are new classes that are being introduced um, to provide more nuanced um, information about weight and health, but there are still many, many professors, mostly older doctors who use words like couch potato in their medical lectures. Like, yes, that is the words that they are using in medical school. So she said many doctors were perplexed about why their patients don't just lose weight. 
So the data does not overtake the fear and bias we have around weight as a as as a culture. So basically, no matter what the data that we have, we have data that did that weight does not equal health, that all these things, it's researched, it's scientifically proven, but that doesn't matter because it is all to do more than just the research. It's the fear and the bias that comes around weight. Mm, absolutely. And we've just been taught this to be true with no question. We don't question it. We don't question, well, hmm, I, I've been told I should lose weight, but I'm, I'm in this size body and I'm perfectly healthy. So why would losing weight help? And all these things we've been taught, we never question that, right? We've just been told, hey, this is the truth. Don't question it. Don't try to look into why this is so. Don't try to look into the research. Just accept this as the truth. And we all have for so many years, decades usually. Um, but now that's what we're trying to, starting to realize is, oh, wait, <laughs> that's not true. The second reason that this is dysfunctional is because pursuing weight loss isn't only unnecessary, like we talked about, weight does not equal health, but it also does not work. Not only are we taught that losing weight is good for our health, we're also taught that it's possible. All you need is a meal plan and some willpower and poof, you're thin and you live happily ever after. And the truth is pursuing weight loss leaves you with a two to 5% chance of losing weight and keeping it off. And even those people that do lose weight and keep it off, it likely involves intensive effort while missing out on a lot of life and negatively affecting your mental health. For Lauren and I, yeah, we lost weight and kept it off, but it was at the expense of everything in our lives. And you have a 66% chance of ending up heavier than you started. But without this knowledge, we think, okay, we're told diet should work. You should be able to uh, control yourself. You just need to use willpower. And if you can't, you're weak or gluttonous and you are to blame if a diet fails. It is the only product where when it doesn't work and in fact, usually backfires and makes the problem worse, the customer blames themselves. And we blame ourselves when a diet doesn't work. But the truth is the pursuit of weight loss affects our biology in a way that our bodies protect us by gaining more weight. And so when we know these things, when we know that weight doesn't equal health and pursuing weight loss doesn't work anyways, we can move forward with a much healthier approach to health and our bodies. Yes. Okay. So the third reason, this is very dysfunctional. Um, we are not taught that our bodies are actually brilliant and we can just listen to them and that will result in positive health outcomes, both menta mentally, physically, and emotionally. So we are told to not trust our bodies, that we can't be trusted around food and, and that our bodies will be unhealthy if we don't suppress our weight, <laughs> leading us away from the innate knowledge that our bodies hold if we were to just trust our bodies. Like that is so key to just have trust and to listen. And that's how we were born. We were born intuitive eaters and our whole lives, every single day that we lived, we were led away from the true knowledge within ourselves that we can just truly be intuitive to have great mental and physical and emotional health around food and your body image. Mm, absolutely. So what does it look like to not pursue weight loss and trust our bodies? So when you go on this journey of, okay, I'm going to stop dieting. I'm going to work on becoming an intuitive eater. I'm going to change the way I think about food and make this shift. So at first, yes, coming from dieting and food restriction and body hate, this does not happen overnight. 
We can't go straight from dieting to balance, although we'd all love that to be so. Many people do not take on the work of intuitive eating and undieting and body acceptance because it's hard at the beginning. It doesn't happen instantly, but it really is worth it. So at first, many people will experience higher levels of hunger. It might feel like all you want is the things you didn't allow yourself when you were dieting. And this is what scares people because, oh my gosh, I'm eating... All I'm eating is spaghetti and chocolate, and that's all I'm going to eat for the rest of time. And we get scared that, oh, this first phase of eating these foods we weren't allowing ourselves before, we think that's where we're going to stay forever. But it really is just a phase. Your body needs to be refed after all that restriction, all those diets. Your body sees that as famines. So now that you're telling your body, hey, food isn't scarce. Food isn't unavailable. You don't need to freak out about food. You don't need to obsess about food. Um, we can just eat normally now, but the body needs that refeeding first. And yes, even if you're not thin, even if you're in a fat body, even if you feel like you need to lose weight, if you've been restricting, your body is hungry. It will do what it needs to do in order to correct itself. But then comes a time when food becomes less interesting and the goal is that Food just becomes food. That's what's cool is it's still enjoyable. You might love to still love the taste of things and eating is a pleasurable experience, but it's just a small part of your life. It's not everything like it might be right now or when you were dieting. So another part of this work, in fact, the most important part of this work is changing the way you think. If you still think you really shouldn't be eating that and you're just trying to do this work to sneakily lose weight, it's, you're not going to end up where you want to end up. You're going to be stuck. You're not going to find this food and body freedom that we talk about in this work where you can really have it all and feel good. And um, we'll talk more about that, but it's important to realize like you really do have to let go of the focus on weight to do this work. Oh yes. And really this journey does result in what we call wellness without the obsession. So just to give you kind of a quick cap of recap of what this wellness without the obsession is, is moving your body in ways you enjoy. It's eating a wide variety of food that makes you feel good while also being able to go to a restaurant, order what you want, enjoy it and move on. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no, I shouldn't eat that. There's no, oh, I better order the healthy option because I have to. It's you order what feels good and you know that you can have it all. It's eating dessert without guilt. It's you can also pass on dessert when you don't feel like it. Like you can do both. It's feeling at peace in your body, regardless of how it looks. It's being present in your life and feeling good mentally. So of course, there's many different ways that we portray wellness without the obsession. And we do have a step-by-step -step process to this, but that is the feel of it. That is how simple life can be when you have wellness without the obsession. You can still care about your your health, you can still care about your wellness, and you can still live a life without obsession and without rigidity around food and your body image. So this is what um, this is what this work does for us. This is really what it comes down to. This is where you will land in this work is wellness without the obsession. And we are so passionate about sharing it with others because we were stuck in diet culture. It was miserable. We were not free. We were suffocating in life. It was not, it was not good. And once we got to this place of wellness without the obsession, it was like, oh my goodness, like this needs to be shared with everyone because yes, life is hard, but food does not have to be hard and neither does body image. You can definitely work on that. <laughs> um, so in order to get started, 
We invite you to tune into our other podcast episodes. We have many. And you can also download our free workbook at bit.ly slash wwworkbook. And you can register to join us for a private online screening of our documentary called Behind the Before and After coming out early 2021. And you can get that at bit.ly slash B-T-B-A giveaway. All the links will be in the show notes. So no worries. You can go click on those, get your workbook and be signed up to watch our documentary with us. Um, And other than that, can you please rate and review this podcast if it has given you any insight into this work? Because as you do that, this, once you rate and review, it will be able to be shared with more people. So that is all for today. And we will see you next week. Bye.